Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. This is the most dramatic podcast ever, an iHeartRadio podcast. Chris Harrison and Lauren Zima coming to you from the home office in Austin, Texas. We're back home after what was just another epic birthday week. You have made me learn to celebrate birthdays, babe. Guys, Chris Harrison, he says birthday week. He really believes in a birthday month for people. Uh, in this case, it was himself. It was his birthday. So a belated happy birthday, Thanks July 26th. Thanks for not 26th. saying forced me to <laughs> learn how to celebrate birthdays. No, I look, my birthday was always near Thanksgiving. And so it kind of got thrown in with Thanksgiving by my family. Not that they didn't. I mean, my parents gave me great birthdays, but you really make a birthday an occasion. Your family's into that. And I- it really gives you an opportunity to celebrate the people you love. And I always walk away from when we do everybody in our family's birthdays with such a heartwarming feeling because in a very fast-paced world, it's really nice to take a minute to celebrate people. And um, we celebrated, Chris, down in Mexico with some friends, which is why my voice is gone again. I'm going to make you give me some lessons on how to 
yell. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You, I used to have the same problem and I had to learn, I had to go to a voice coach. I know to we talked and, about this, but, but I'm just going to take the lessons from you. I, um, I, I probably got the appreciation for birthdays, definitely from my mom and from my mom's mom, my, my grandmother, this is on the Jewish side of my family. And I don't know if maybe it is a Jewish thing of how we really appreciate and celebrate, um, another trip around the sun, as we like to say. Um, but my grandmother who, who lived to the ripe old age of 99 and a half years old. Um, and my mom also bestowed upon me how just cherished it is to be written in the book of life for another year. And so I have taken that to my kids and hopefully I give that to you. But one of the things I love, and you are really good about this too, when we get together, the revelry and we have a good time, but there was kind of a saying when I grew up, and love is spoken here. There's a lot of love in the room, and we we use that time when we're together to have a great time and goof around, but we talk a lot about why we love each other, and we talk about that to our friends, and when we're sitting at dinner, we raise a glass, and we talk about what we appreciate about each other, and I really like and love that. You know, I was thinking that I think we've kind of ironed out how to do a trip now. I've learned this over the past couple of years together because we've done lots of trips with our friends, and there is actually sort of, I have a few tips on the right order of things. We usually do no more than three nights. I mean, you can't be drinking right. and partying and having like, it's like Vegas. You can really only be there for about a weekend and then your body just starts shutting down in protest. But night one, everybody's going to come in hot. They're excited. So this is not the time for sentiment. Night one is get there, greet everybody with a margarita. You're just having fun. You're being silly. Night two, day two, like, recoup a little bit. You hang by the beach, you chill, you start to get in conversations, catching up with people. And then day three, you can really kind of get crazy again during the day. But then on the night, that's when you slow it down a little bit and you get a little sentimental. You've now had a few days together. You've caught up on each other's lives and you can reflect. And this is usually when we do a big dinner and kind of go around the table. And if it's someone's birthday, like it was yours, everybody might give a little toast, which I mean, we had, um, I think four of us cried. <laughs> well, here's, here, including, here's including a couple male friends, which was great. Here's the thing, and I urge you, especially to start this at a young age. I am a little bit older now. Obviously, I got to enjoy another birthday. I'm 52 now, and the older you get, you will start going to funerals, and you will wish you had a moment where you could have told that person how much you loved them, what an impression they made on your life. And so, what I urge you to do is. Have those moments at Thanksgiving, at Christmas, at Hanukkah, at whatever, at a birthday. Do it now together when everybody can hear it and enjoy it and laugh and cry together instead of you're giving the eulogy. Um, and I know that may sound a little depressing, but I, I hope you can say that to the people you love. And, and so that's why I like that we take that moment. And I urge you to do the same when you're at a, a great event with a bunch of people. When you look around the table and you're like, these are my people. These are the people that move me, that get me up in the morning, that help me make it through the day. Say that. Use those words and put it out there. Don't hold it in. You will regret not saying it. Well, I'm hoping everybody at home is doing well. I was I was really looking forward to doing this podcast. I'm like, I miss talking to everybody. I hope yeah. everyone who's listening is well, I miss doing talking well. To you. I miss oh. having these deep conversations. Because well, the last weekend was just a bunch of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, we we did I, before we move on to our first headline of the day, I caught a little shade. And I, I I do like that people are listening and they will fire off their opinions. But it was really interesting. I got this one uh opinion sent to me 
disappointing that you were falling victim to giving this person their 15 minutes of fame. This goes back to the interview I did in a prior podcast to the woman that took the selfie with Miranda Lambert and Miranda Lambert shut her down. Oh. Um, and this is a woman, it was the local woman in Vegas. If you didn't listen to the podcast, you can go back and listen to the prior ones, but I'll just give you the little nutshell here. She was the one with her five or six girlfriends. They paid for the VIP section. They were taking their photo and it was a little disruptive and Miranda Lambert publicly shamed them and shut it down. And here's the thing. I didn't give this woman her 15 minutes of fame to get famous or to agree with her or disagree with her. What we like to do as journalists is give someone their say, their day in court, a chance to speak. I feel like as an interviewer, and this is where you can disagree with me, I questioned her. I asked her some pretty pointed questions. Do you regret this? Do you think you were in the wrong? Would you do this again? Now, if you don't like what she has to say, that's on her, that's on you. And that's how I felt when I was hosting The Bachelor, when I put you in the hot seat. I'm going to give you the chance to redeem or hang yourself. It's totally up to you. It's my job just to ask the tough questions and be honest. So if you go back, hopefully you will see, I wasn't taking a side. I didn't say Miranda Lambert was wrong. I didn't say that this woman was wrong. That's not up to me. I just want to just pose all sides. Mm. So. There we go. Well, let's, I, I might take a side about a few things we're going to say today. We <laughs> so, definitely will. Sometimes you're in the interview journalist hat, and then sometimes you're in the opinionated commentator hat. That That is what can be confusing about me. But I love the comments, by the way. I really enjoy. I don't, I don't take offense to them. I enjoy them. If you don't enjoy debate, this is probably isn't the forum for you because Lauren and I love to debate. <laughs> Headline number one. All right, everybody, you may have heard about Ariana Grande getting divorced from her husband and then the news dropping very quickly after their split news that she is allegedly dating, according to multiple outlets, one of her co-stars in the new movie version of the musical Wicked. So the plot thickens even more because it turns out that guy, her co-star, uh, is separated from his wife. Coincidence, total coincidence. And now his wife has, I could not believe this, spoken out on the record. This isn't source reporting. This isn't sources say. She spoke to the New York Post and she said that her family is, quote, collateral damage of this new relationship between her husband, Ethan Slater, and Ariana Grande. She told page six, quote, Ariana's the story, really, not a girl's girl. My family is just collateral damage. So that really throws a wrench in. I think probably, you know, the 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 room, the story was gonna be, well, him and his wife had been, you know, separated for a couple months, and and she, Ariana and Dalton had been separated for a couple months, and now they're just co-stars who fell in love. But his wife is being pretty uh pretty definitive here in saying uh, Ariana's not a girl's girl. This is a poor man's Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, you mean Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? This is Brad Pitt and Angelina <laughs> Jolie and what happened to Jennifer Aniston. This is a very, and it, there's a lot of levels to this. We'll start with movie sets. Movie sets is the Hollywood version of summer camp. You know, when you went to summer camp and you're in this weird world and all of a sudden you end up making out with that guy or girl that you probably never would have made out with, or they made out with you and you never would have had that shot. You get back to, to regular life and school and you break up because you're like, what were we doing? I right, was, we had camp goggles yeah. on. 
that is that is a movie set. You are, you know, shooting Wicked. You're shooting Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You're on set. You're, you're together all the, time. all the time. You spend so much time together. Intimately. And let, me, and let me add on, you know, as a theater kid, this is what we call a showmance. Yes. And what that means is a relationship that develops just during the time that you are doing the show, the play, the movie, whatever it is. Because it's more than just summer camp in Hollywood. It's more than just, look, I know people get close in all kinds of work settings. Maybe two people do a project together for a while and they get close and it's only temporary and they look back and say, what were we thinking? But when you're doing a movie with someone or a play, you are cast because of chemistry. Right. So you are literally put together to be intimately, closely working with people who you have chemistry with. This is hard on a relationship. It's I mean, hard on a marriage if your person's out there being cast with and having romantic scenes with someone they have chemistry with. If you've never seen the movie or go back and rewatch it, watch the chemistry with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. It smells like sex. Yeah. I mean, the chemistry is palpable and it's a good movie because of that, unfortunately, for Jennifer Aniston. Um, but you educated me on the fact that this is also maybe not something new for Ariana. Well, she, she has a track record. She has a song in one of the lyrics, famous lyrics of a song that I love is break up with your girlfriend. Cause I'm bored, which is not reflecting well now. It's yeah. not reflecting well. And look, I would, I, I, there's, there's many layers to the truth. And maybe these two were separated and maybe his wife is really devastated by the breakup. But then you have to ask yourself, okay, but why did they separate when he's filming the movie and, and they've only been separated two months right. and he's already dating someone else and they, I should add, have an infant child. So, bro, it is not a good look, this guy, Ethan. It is a very bad look that you are dating. Even if you and your wife really were broken up before you ever started dating Ariana, you know, this also raises the question of how quickly do you move on? You've got an infant at home, a baby, you and your wife, have just split up and they were high school sweethearts. They've been together for years. You don't, I don't think you start dating someone a couple months in. Like, like just, at the just very give least, yourself some time. At the very least, this dude is epically selfish. That's the, that's the best he is, is unbelievably selfish as a human being and as a father. That's uh, to start. My guess is obviously if there's smoke, in this case, there is a burning fire. Um, and Ariana, we got to talk about your choices in men. You know, I'm really looking at it going, I, I think she's beautiful. She's so talented. She seems like an incredibly smart businesswoman. She's built a makeup brand. She's got a bunch of hit records. What a talent. And I look at the guys she's dated. This Ethan guy, I mean, what is, this is your co-star. He's, he's career-wise a million levels below her. Yeah. He is... Just out of a marriage, he's got a kid at home. Here's the way I look at it, and correct me if I'm wrong. Chew toys. There are certain people that date a chew toy, meaning, you know how a dog will just sit in the corner and chew on something and then just get bored with it and leave? That seems to be the track record that Ariana follows. She gets these lesser than men who are not equal or better than her that's who you should be surrounding yourself with in life as a friend or a significant other. She gets these two toys and she gets bored with them and she'll move on to the next movie set or the next song or the next, whatever this guy is going to age like milk. Mm. Well, with her, <laughs> I 
much. I feel like an idiot, but I just realized what you meant by that. And also I keep thinking- Quickly and it'll get stale. You know, and honest, I'm, he looks like milk. He's so pale. He does. And I, <laughs> now I'm just being mean, yeah. but it's funny. Um, So the husband she was with, Dalton Gomez, another one, he's like, a, I think he's a real estate agent. It's I don't, I think it's very difficult to have a successful relationship. I would give anybody, including Ariana, this advice when someone is so far out of your league, frankly, out of your realm. And by that, I mean, and in this case, lesser than like these guys are millions of miles below her career wise. They are millions of miles apart from her fame wise. They're not going to keep up with her. It's not going to work out. And um, in this case, it's not a great look because you've got a wife and mother saying her family was collateral damage. And when it comes to a relationship and how we relate this to our own lives, it's not that you need to marry or be with someone that is the same station in the same place as you. It's, But I think it is important to be reflective of that, of mm -hmm. when you are dating someone, ask yourself those tough questions. Why? What do they bring to the table? What are they equal or better than me at? So how are they a value add to my life and, and vice versa? How am I a value add to them? How are we equal partners in certain Right. Certain are terms? you, you have to both add to and expand each other's worlds in some way. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. 
Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Well, and there's another story that begs many similar questions, which I want to get into. I love when I get to talk about Housewives. Let me give you the brief rundown. Real Housewives of Miami star named Lisa. Her husband, it comes out on the most recent season of the show, comes out on the show that he's cheating on her. He's having an affair with a woman who's 30 years younger than him. And Lisa and Lenny, they've got two kids, two young kids. She's totally blindsided and devastated by this. Now... Just a matter of months later, they are still married. He proposes to the mistress. They are engaged. And I love the next step, though. Lisa's response is so <laughs> deliciously, uh, I don't, savage. The genius is in the subtlety. She posts on Instagram and says, Congratulations to my husband and his mistress on their engagement. <laughs> Congratulations to my husband on his engagement is so brilliant because she doesn't she doesn't say anything mean she, right. but it's such a takedown right. and so we you were could, thinking, she could have just said you're such a dick right <laughs> and instead she said the exact same thing in that one wording, perfect sentence congratulations to my husband yeah. on his engagement you might be the biggest d bag in the country. I mean, the Bravo fans are coming for him. A lot of people are up in arms about this Ariana Grande situation. And it begs the question, for sure, when is it okay to start dating? And let's take it to the next level now that we've added this second story. When is it okay to get engaged or married again when you are divorced or in the process of getting divorced or separated? I have two very strong opinions on this. Number one, having been through very extreme situations where um, very good friends of mine have lost their significant others, where there is a death. Uh, these these two people lost their wives. Um, one was a long battle with cancer. The other one was a short battle with cancer, unfortunately. Um, and both of these men rebounded quickly. And in our little social circle, they were very much judged. And I found it very interesting. And they both fought against that and said, look, you know, what's important to me and my kids right now. And, and so a lot of people had really strong opinions and I just kind of sat back to watch it all play out. The flip side of that is on a more kind of superficial level where there's cheating involved. Obviously you're having, that is very different to me. Mm. I talked about this a lot with my mom because, you know, we lost my dad, obviously. Um, And there's a lot of factors there because if someone's been sick for a long time, I do think you're grieving that person um, even while they're alive, really. Like you're thinking about the loss a lot and you're starting to go through that process. Statistically, interestingly, men um, start dating again more quickly than women after loss. 100%. Because 
we are not equipped to raise kids <laughs> by ourselves. And even as much of a strong dad as I would like to, that is usually the case. And mm -hmm. both of these men had kids. Had young kids. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see it from that perspective. And, and there's actually something I think there's a good intention in trying to find mm -hmm. a partner to help your, raise your kids. You want your kids to be loved. Um, also, you got to think about your kids. How are they processing that loss? I mean, you, you know, there's so much to think about. Kids at different ages can be different. So I certainly try not, I, I, I definitely judge less from a place of loss. Yeah, that's where I would like to separate these topics. Yeah. So if you're listening and, and you've dealt with that, I would say, let's put that in a different basket altogether. Um, but I think no matter what, you know, you got to be careful. You're not making rash decisions when your brain's in a place of loss or grief. And that might mean a divorce um, and you don't rush into anything. But I, I was really trying to think about what the barometer is. I certainly think it doesn't look great if you get engaged while you're still legally married I think to we someone. can all agree on, on this one for sure is not, this does not look um, good. I also have a friend though, who was trying to get divorced from her husband for more than 12 years. Yeah. He wouldn't let her get divorced. So what do you think? What's your barometer? Is well, I mean, look at, would you have a problem if Brad Pitt, I hate to go back to them, but would you have a problem if Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie got engaged and I guess they can't get married because they're still married because their divorce has been going on. Like six, seven years at this point. This entire century. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's gotten so ridiculous at this point. So I, there are those extreme situations. But I think what we're talking about is basically people who barely have their foot out the door, leaving a family, leaving young kids. They have so many responsibilities that they're running from. And that's exactly what they're doing. And they just find something that's easier. Here's what blows my mind about the guy from the Real Housewives situation. He publicly posts about this yeah. engagement, this proposal on Instagram. They shared pictures of the proposal on, on top of a cliff somewhere. Dude, do you think people are going to praise you? On, like, you realize you look like a jerk. So he that's just so clueless to me. I, at least I'll give Ariana yeah. and this Ethan guy credit. They weren't stepping out on red carpets together yet. Right. It kind of came out through probably the rumor mill on set. You can't really hide your dating. But- this guy's posting the pictures of the proposal. Come do you, on. Do you, and I, this may sound terrible, so, but I'm going to say it publicly in front of all of you. Do you have a little, um, I don't know, admiration, maybe a little jealousy for people that can live their life so unaffected and just don't care? They're so ignorant that they just, <laughs> they have such ignorant bliss. Like this guy can be such a dick. And do such a stupid thing and put it out to the world and, and expect a pat on the back and mm. just not see at all what's going on in the world. They cannot see in the rearview mirror that there is such carnage behind him. Mm. He's just looking into the sunset going, man, how great is this? I'm so in love. I don't see my broken family, right. my kids that are now going to be in therapy for the next 20 years. How many relationships I just screwed up. Like, look at us. Look how happy I am in this one brief moment. Like, part of me, because I know that one of my deficiencies in life is that I care way too much what other people think. I've gotten better at it. But part of me goes, man, for, for just a moment, to I wish. Be, to be yeah, that free. To be that just. To be atop that cliff, yeah. posting those photos. Jumping off that cliff like a moron without a parachute. <laughs> Gosh. I mean, yeah, because 
Everybody knows they had an affair. I guess he's just leaning in. He's leaning right into it. And he's really trying, has tried to convince people. His own, his mother, by the way, commented on the Instagram. This guy, Lenny's mother commented. Oh my gosh. I really hope that you will have, you know, a happy marriage and this woman will like love and appreciate you unlike your first wife. Oh, wow. This is about her past daughter-in-law and the mother of her grandchildren. Wow. It's not great. So I'm sure this one's going to (laughs) last. What do you think? When, how do you know when it's okay after a, a marriage, uh, you know, say you're separated, you've broken up. How do you know when it's okay to start dating? The problem is you don't. Yeah. That is, that is, I've been racking my brain. I don't have a good barometer. You can't because there is a sliding scale for everybody and it just has to be right for you. And to a certain degree, I'm not defending these people. But to a certain degree, when I go back to my friends and I sat down and I asked one of them, we had a long talk about this because then I went through my divorce. And what we realized is that people who lose somebody and then you lose somebody in a divorce is very different heartache, very different. But sometimes you can grieve in very similar ways. But what I realized is you have to have a certain amount of at the end of the day, you also got to look out for yourself. You do have to be a little selfish. You, you can't always listen to everybody at church or in your social group or on social media because they don't know. They also don't have any idea what's going on in your day-to-day life. They don't know the truth. Nobody knew the truth about my divorce. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what really happened. You never will. You don't know my relationship with my kids. You don't know what's going on. And so at the end of the day, that's the reason you can't have this two week, three week, one month, one year exact date, because there is no right answer because it's different for everybody. You don't know, as you said, very astutely. And and I guess I should have finished that thought when I said my friend lost somebody after a long period of time, they had grief. They had grieved for over mm-hmm. 20 years while this, he watched the woman he loved die. And as soon as she died, I don't want to use the word relief, but I think for people who have done this, they understand that they they have let go of this, and it is a it is a heavy weight that that has been lifted upon them. And now they they're ready to move on, and so and oh God, until you walk in those shoes, you have no idea. Well, by the way, I it, it that always kind of bothers me when people who like I think that the person who you you're right, you don't know what kind of conversations someone and their spouse who passed have had. And that spouse would want that person to be happy. They'd want them to be like, I, I firmly believe I don't, if you are ill and you're, you know, you're terminal, all I would ever say to my partner is I want you to continue life and to yeah. be happy. I, I don't want you to be stuck in this grief of me. Why would you want that? Um, I do think, I think there are maybe three things to consider. Mm-hmm. One, think to yourself if you're going to start dating, or especially if you're going to get engaged while still married, um, have I considered the feelings of my ex? Have I tried to be thoughtful of them? And that's not always easy. Some people are in situations where your ex is very toxic and you're never going to make that person happy, but have you tried? Two, if you have kids, how will your kids feel about this and how will they feel about it one day? Like, will you be able to look back and explain it to them and, and justify it and feel good about the decisions you made? And I think three, do you feel like you feel good about the decisions you made? Like, like you said, you kind of have to protect yourself at the end of the day. Can you put your head on the pillow at night and say, I think I did the right thing here. 
I feel good about this. I feel okay about this. And well, then you're going to look back and say, I made the best decision I could with the information I had at the time. And that's all you can ever do. Again, I'm not sure I recommend proposing to your mistress while still married to your <laughs> wife, but hey. It's, you know, I hate, to, I feel like we're on this uh, ride today where we're divorce and breakups or whatever, but there was another housewives situation uh, where Dr. Paul Nassif uh, was saying that the housewives and being on that led to the demise of his marriage. Yes, Paul Nassif, formerly on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, at the time married to Adrian Maloof. This was on the earlier seasons of the show. Uh, they got divorced. They split up while on the show. And then he's gone on to be on Botched. Um, and I was interested in this because it's a question I used to ask of the housewives a lot when I would interview them. And uh, you just spoke to Vicki Gunvalson, actually, yeah. of Real Housewives of Orange County. She was married when she first started the show to Don. And didn't she tell you she thought if they hadn't been on the show, they would have stayed married? Yeah. And, you know, whether that's good or bad, you know, it was beside the point. Like if, if it, you know, what I mean is sometimes it will just speed up the process that's already happening. Um, well, so that was interesting because she said she thought they might stay married. Paul actually said, and I think he describes probably what a lot of people on reality TV shows feel pretty accurately. And by, when I say people on reality TV shows, I mean, cast members of regular season shows like yeah. housewives or Vanderpump rules. When you or, come on as a couple, that is the, yes, that is the show. Not, not like a contestant. Yeah. Not a, a relationship show like love Island or big, you know, whatever. So Paul said of the housewives, I don't think I'd ever do something like that again. I think being on a reality show, it did speed up our demise and divorce. I think it was going to happen anyway, eventually. So the question is, does reality TV ruin marriages? Well, it doesn't help. It's not going to help. It's not going to make it better. I think one thing people have to realize, and they go in naively with this, you can speak to this from a producer's perspective, but you've probably been cast on that show because the producers could tell you had a little bit of a problematic marriage. Producers are casting people who they think are going to create good, dramatic television, right? So of course. I think a lot of people go in thinking, oh, I've been chosen. I'm a housewife. I'm, I'm so charismatic and I'm a star. But what they don't realize is uh, part of the reason these producers cast you is they've done their homework, they've done their research, they've interviewed you, and they know what to look for, and they're hoping for some good story, right? You probably aren't being picked because you're perfect. <laughs> but I think when the light gets turned on and you start getting a little bit of that fame, you think you are. Like I think people get this grandiose idea of who they are, and all of a sudden you feel like you're you know, Captain America or Wonder Woman or something. That's not the case. You're, you're, you're not as great as you think you are. Um, and well, that, and then certainly these shows are set up to create drama. I mean, you're going to have other- To pull out those stories. Yes. Or even creating stories. I mean, there have been lots of, a cast member will say, oh, I heard a rumor that your husband was cheating and it's totally fake and it's just been done for right. the show, but then it creates real questions and arguments in your- real marriage. And so to your point, your original question, no, it's never going to help a marriage. You're not going to, you know, unless the show is just about. No, people have asked me before if I like, you know, there's always rumors of housewives, like, are they doing a real housewives of Austin or, and, and I've had people ask me, well, would you do that? I, I would be very afraid to do that. I love you and I love our relationship and knowing the way reality TV works, I would be very afraid to risk us. I feel that. like I would be the Harry Hamlin 
of I know. Of I think I think that's the way to do it. People would criticize Lisa Rinna because her husband Harry Hamlin wasn't on the show that much when she was on Real Houses of Beverly Hills. But I'm watching it thinking. Harry's smartly not yeah. on the show because he's thinking, I don't want our marriage to be a storyline here. No. it And so when you come on as an individual, whether it's a competition show, relationship show, you're dealing with things that just surround you. And sometimes, you know, you get to the love or a an engagement, but it's still you. I think when you're dealing with a relationship and that dynamic, man, that's that's a lot because you can be pitted against each other. You can have those false rumors brought up. It's just you're dealing with things that you're never going to deal with in your day-to-day life. It's just, you, you're just create you, you're running into a minefield that you never had to enter. So why would you? And there's also that element of the show being a little bit like therapy. Like you'd said before the bachelor was like therapy. I do think when people, Paul Nassif said, maybe we were already, you know, headed towards demise and it sped it up. Sometimes when you're sitting and talking with a producer for hours on end and answering questions about your marriage, maybe you're really thinking and realizing, oh, no, there's some issues here. This was making me see things in a different light. For sure. And um, it can be helpful. And nobody, I always said, nobody went on The Bachelor Bachelorette and came out unchanged. I mean, Mm. if you did, you're just, you know kind of soulless and you were just kind of going through it like a robot, you learn so much about yourself because you're put in these extreme situations. And I guess the same could be true if you wanted to put some sort of a rosy spin on this, the same could be said for a relationship. You would come out of it. If you survive, you would definitely be stronger uh, because you're never going to face anything like that again. Um, But I think overall for me, I just, the value of what it gives you I don't know would would equal what it might do to my love, my life, and my relationship with my significant other. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always 
Pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Can we talk about this Cardi B thing? Yes. So Cardi B is in Las Vegas and she's given a concert at, uh, I think she was at Dre's up there and someone, why has this become a thing? Stop throwing stuff at people on stage. This isn't Roadhouse. It's Stop horrible. It. So someone threw a drink at Cardi B performing so in Vegas and girl just threw her micro, I mean, split second, didn't balk. She went full major league and threw the microphone at this guy. By the way, she's a lefty. She's got an arm. <laughs> she's got an arm. Did you see the throw? I love that she did this. No I, joke. I love that she did it because I'm not, you know, green lighting assault here, but this is self-defense. Somebody threw something at her. She threw something back. This has got to stop. At this point, we've had... Kelsey Ballerini got a bracelet thrown at her face. Um, BB Rexa got an iPhone thrown at her head. Harry Styles has something thrown at him. It, this, and it's just getting scary. Honestly, you can't, I don't, I would not want to be a performer and you go out on stage and you're looking at a sea of people scared or worried that someone might try to hurt you. You don't know what's going to happen next. And I love that Cardi B is like, no, that's not happening here. You're going to get something back when you do that to me because what's the other option at this point? You've got to take a stand because you can't, what? What are you going to do? Um, make thousands upon thousands of people give you their phones and their jewelry before they enter your I show? Mean, seriously. We no start, drinks start in case going you through throw TSA. them? Come on. Now, okay, so Cardi also reportedly threw her microphone toward a DJ who seemingly was cutting her uh, off her songs early during another performance. Uh, that was reported uh, via TikTok. So I don't know. We don't have video of that one as well. But did she with her two microphone throws? Um, but this was the one, I think, comedic part that I took away. Okay, so go watch the video. And you have Cardi B throw her microphone that she was supposedly allegedly singing into. She throws the microphone, which you would think would end the song abruptly. Nope. The song never stopped. It didn't miss a beat. <laughs> oh, we had a track. Clearly, okay, well. Cardi B was not singing. There was a full-on track going because the voice didn't change. It didn't stop. Nothing happened in the audio. 
Do you expect people to perform live these days? I don't really. Uh, I do. You do? I, I, I hope, but it's also maybe it's the performers that I love um, that I tend to gravitate towards. Look, if Adele was singing a track, I'd be disappointed because to me, Adele is her voice. But- I, don't, I don't want Taylor Swift on her eras tour to... I know they all have tracks for certain songs because sometimes it's just impossible to hit. Well, the you cor- can't be da- it's dancing yeah. and and breathing and singing and hitting notes. And we, you know, the choreography adds on to the difficulty for sure. But yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. I think I go to a show more for the whole show of it. Yeah. And I'm I'm not that upset if somebody lip syncs for the whole thing. No. The whole thing, but I'm but choice tracks I wouldn't mind. And uh if they were adding a lot of spectacle, like if they're adding choreography and and set design and all this stuff, it doesn't bother me that much. Mostly there are different be- types of shows. I get it, what you're what you're talking about. Also, We're- if you're not gonna sound great live, I'd I'd rather you just do the track. Just then why can't we just sit in the parking lot and Listen to the well, radio. This is why I don't go to that many concerts. I'm not a big fan. I'm this not is, a big fan. We of can't concerts. get into this. We can't. We can't go that deep into that. Um, but uh, Cardi B, uh, love the arm. Uh, I, you better be careful because she has got a solid arm. Good on Good for Cardi. She's yeah. out there protecting all of the artists. Yeah. Stop throwing things at people. Definitely give us your comments on this topic, on anything we have hit today, or anything you want us to talk about. Uh, you can always find uh, Lauren Zima and I on Instagram at Lauren Zima. I'm at Chris B. Harrison. And of course, you can always find The Most Dramatic Podcast Ever at The Most Dramatic Pod Ever. Leave us your comments. We love to hear from you. We always love the debate. And what this is about is just having the discussion. And man, we love talking to you. It is good to be back. Uh, although we, we, yeah, we had shows last week for the big birthday week, um, but I don't remember most of them. It was a haze. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but we are glad to be home. We're glad to be talking to you as always. And we will talk to you next time because we have a lot more to talk about. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever. And make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time like Vanderpump Villa. 
the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.